Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe, the new 96.1 and AM 590. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon. Happy Monday. Glad Monday to, again. Monday again. I'm glad to be back in Tahoe. I was in Texas last week studying uh, the Daring Way with Brene Brown, uh, sociologist, or excuse me, not sociologist, social worker mm-hmm. and uh, author, speaker. And we're going to be, I'm excited because I'm going to be launching into a um, 10 week dive into wholehearted living nice and so yeah so we're gonna do um shows each week on wholehearted living and it's gonna be based on her work in her book the gifts of imperfection uh and her guideposts for wholehearted living i have a lot of gifts yeah right (laughs) imperfection is something that i've totally embraced my entire life um but I i work with a lot of clients who have perfectionism tendencies and um and so it's just been really great to do this work and to to learn about it. And so I thought it would be fun to dive in and, and look at different ways to, um, as she puts it, show up, be seen, and live brave. So, um, so we're going to do that. But today, to kick it off, I want to do kind of an overview of what that process will look like and kind of just some background um, into the work. So, so a lot of her work... She talks about scarcity culture, and um, the scarcity culture is really kind of the the message of never enough. Mm-hmm. It's that um, it's the message of like shame, uh, comparison, disengagement. So this um, really this feeling of um, you know I'm not enough. I'm a bad person. I have to. Uh, I'm I'm disengaged. I'm I'm not connected with people. And really, we know from research that human connection is. Um, is so important to the body. It's almost one of those things that we like would fight for yeah. to keep, and um, really important to feel like we belong, that we're worthy. Um, and a lot of people struggle with that on all different layers, right? So mm-hmm. not just um, it. You know, you could be living a pretty great life and still have some of these struggles. So I do. I mean, I, I certainly. Yeah deal with that. I found that more, most people do have that struggle. I mean, what looks like perfection or got it all, or you talk to them and you find out that that fear is still there and still real. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, one thing that, um, was enlightening going through the training and, and, and also through coaching is that so many people have, um, have beliefs and thoughts and, and fears and, and so now it's made me just a much more compassionate person um, where I used to be more judgmental and, you know, I'd kind of think, wow, that person's kind of a jerk or they're not behaving very nicely. Um, and now I, I can kind of see it as like, oh, wow, like something's, you know, something's yeah. really triggering them or something's really triggering a reactive tendency. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I can find some more compassion for that because I've been there, right? Yeah. When I get nasty or mean or aggressive it's usually because i'm triggered or or nervous about something or feeling ashamed of something or what have you so um so it's kind of the never enough right like never smart enough never um never good enough never cute enough never put together enough never organized enough i mean insert your own yeah whatever your own verb or what is that or Um, all the above all of the above right um Maybe that's a descriptor. That's not a verb. It's a it's a descriptor of some sort. But um, but then we go into this comparison thing, right? Where we start comparing ourselves to everyone else, and oh, they have it. They're more together than I am, or oh, they have more education. They have more letters behind their name than I do. They're more worthy because of that. They're more credible because of that. Um, and then it feels it. Then it starts to be feel really risky to show up. 
mm-hmm. and to be seen. And it's like, oh, well, you know, if I let myself be seen, people might find out that I don't have it all together or that I'm not super organized or that, you know, I'm totally winging it or what have you. So, um, so generally what happens then is that we kind of start to, um, buy into this idea that it's only us or the only people who feel that way. Right. Or that if we show that that's weak, right? Like I don't want to show that I have any kind of vulnerability because people will think I'm weak. Uh, when in reality it's, it's truly vulnerability that helps us to connect to other humans. Um, so, and then often in response to that, we, um, we kind of armor up. So have, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I have where when I get, um, when I get, when I feel, you know, shame or I start to compare myself to other people or I start to, you know, worry that I'm not enough in some way, shape or form. Um, I typically move against, which Mm -hmm. is, I get more aggressive, Mm -hmm. right? I puff up, I try to prove myself. I, um, I'll, I'll definitely, um, or I'll try to like make someone else feel bad because I'm feeling bad. So like, I'm going to make you feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> and then that there. makes me feel better, but not really <laughs> for the um, moment. For the moment, <laughs> and then after I feel worse. Um, so, but there's kind of three ways that we put on armor, and that is um, one is to uh, move towards, which is this idea of people pleasing. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna move towards. I'm gonna be your friend. I'm gonna try to be like you. I'm gonna try to fit in uh, and just make myself as much like you as possible or go along with what you say mm-hmm. so that I feel like I can connect. But that's a, that's a type of armor. Right? Okay. We're not really showing who we are if we're just pretending to be what somebody else is. Um, another one is to move away. So that's like we get small, we shrink, we disappear, right? We hide out. And then the, um, the last one is to move against, which is what I was just telling you about, which is this kind of aggress- aggressive, combative, controlling. Um, and interesting, if you've listened to my shows on the reactive tendencies for the leadership circle profile, you'll notice that it lines up with those, this kind of um, uh, people-pleasing, um, belonging, wanting to, um, to be complicit, to comply, mm-hmm. um, is, is that moving towards trying to be like people, trying to get people to like you through compliance. Yeah. Um, and then the critical or the distancing, it's, that's the moving away, the getting small, not, you know, not sharing. And then the controlling aspect of reactive tendencies is the moving against. So it's a nice, um, it's a nice lineup. So, um, so as we do this, as we start to kind of buy into the fact that it's just us and nobody else feels this way, um, something's wrong with us, and then we start to kind of armor up and we do our thing, whether it's move towards, move against, or move away, um, then we typically find ourselves making choices that are not aligned with our values. Sure. So for example, one of my values is love. So when I um, move against somebody and I get really aggressive or mean or hurtful, it goes right, it flies right in the face of my value of love because it's not loving. It's actually really mean. It's the opposite of loving. And so, um, so then we end up being in a place where we're not in alignment with our values. So we can't uh, lean into those things that we hold most dear and most morally um, important to ourselves to help us to guide us through. Yeah. All right. So it's kind of a slippery slope. So, um, so, but here's the good news is, uh, that over 15 years of research has been done on this and there's, um, a pathway forward. And that's what I'm going to be talking about for the next, uh, 10 weeks are these guideposts, um, for wholehearted living. And so I want to give you, um, 
a kind of a little peek into what those are going to be. So the, um, the first one is um, to cultivate wholehearted living, we need to let go of what people think and we need to cultivate authenticity. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to have a whole show on like, how the heck do we do that? Yeah. Right? How do we cultivate authenticity? How do we let go of what people think? We're also going to have a show on um, letting go of perfectionism and starting to cultivate or create self-compassion. And self-compassion can come in the way we talk to ourselves and the way that we um, that we uh, respond when something happens, um, how we do self-care. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Uh, we're going to let go of numbing and powerlessness. Right. So think about numbing, like eating a bag of potato chips, drinking two bottles of wine, getting, <laughs> being so Is busy. Yeah. <laughs> Only if it's, you know, not amongst <laughs> friends, I guess. And it's not intentional, but, uh, but you know, this idea of numbing behaviors, we do this with busyness a lot. We've talked about that before, Jen, you yep. and I like this, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I can't feel anything. And then all of a sudden it's like you slow down and you try to get still and it's like, mm. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling stuff. I don't want to feel this. Yeah. I better go check something off my list so I don't have to deal with this. So, um, so we'll talk about this idea of creating a, a resilient spirit. Then, uh, we're going to let go of scarcity and fear of the dark, right? Cause sometimes it's hard to go there, right? We don't want to get, we don't want to get still and feel what our darkness is. And we're going to cultivate, talk about moving through that by cultivating gratitude and joy which that's going to be fun because I love talking about gratitude and joy. <laughs> so put on your seatbelt for that one. Uh, we're going to, we need to let go of certainty and this need for certainty, right? This need to always know what's happening next. What's, yeah. what's going to, what's coming. And we need to work on cultivating our intuition and trusting faith. And so when you think about cultivating that intuition, remember a few uh, weeks ago, we talked about trusting your gut in that show and how, why we should trust our gut and our intuition because our brain's actually communicating to Mm -hmm. those other parts of our body. So talk about that, uh, letting go of comparison and cultivating creativity. And you're going to love this. Jen, for those of you that don't know, she's a self-proclaimed non-creative. So, but (laughs) what I learned, which is great, is that there are not creative people and uncreative people. Everybody's creative. It's there's people who choose to use their creativity and people who don't. So I choose not to. (laughs) Yeah. So she chooses not to, but we're going to push her boundaries on that a little bit. Oh boy. And yours too. So tune in for that one. Uh, And then we're going to, we need to let go in order to work towards wholehearted living. I need to let go of exhaustion and productivity as self-worth, right? This idea that like I, I logged a 15 hour day, you know, like, no, (laughs) this is not wholehearted living. This is, you know, hustling for, uh, for approval because we're trying to get this, you know, more and more and more done. And we want to cultivate play and rest. And so we've talked about that, right? There's yep. a show on the mm-hmm. disciplined pursuit of rest. So if you guys want to like jump ahead, you can't wait, you know, you can go back and look at some of <laughs> listen to some of our older shows on that, on the podcast. Um, and then let go of anxiety as a lifestyle and cultivate calm and stillness. Um, being able to really go from that place of anxiousness and anxiety all the time to this place of, um, of stillness and, and calm in your life and be getting comfortable with that, which m- many of us aren't. Yeah. Many of us, that's really hard to be calm and still. Um, and then 
finally, um, we'll let go of self-doubt and this whole idea of I'm supposed to be something. I'm supposed to do something. And we'll cultivate meaningful work. Right? This idea of um, creating meaningful work in our lives. And uh, finally, this one is particularly um, important to me, but the idea of letting go being cool and always in control. Right? So when I was younger, I definitely fell into the cool trap. Oh, I want to look cool, so I'm not going to let anyone see that I'm not cool or that I feel bad or I, you know, I'm going to pretend like I don't want to be part of your gang because what if you don't want me to be part of your gang? So (laughs) I suffered a lot of that when I was younger. Um, and we're going to cultivate, work on cultivating laughter, song and dance. So, um, so that'll be fun. So are fun. Yeah. So lots to look forward to in this idea of wholehearted living and, um, and the idea with wholehearted living, you know, on, on the outset of it, once you've cultivated it, you really um, want to be thinking about your daily practices of courage, compassion, and connection, right? So this idea that um, being courageous, being able to lean into your own courage, um, being compassionate to yourself and to others, and connecting, like real connection, yeah. not just that pretend like, oh, hey, pat, pat on the back, like yeah. true connection. And, um, and that is, we're going to work through what that looks like in action and how to do that and, uh, and understanding where our own triggers are. And so I think that, um, it's going to just be a fun foray into, um, into this idea of wholehearted living and the fact that, um, we are imperfect and vulnerable. And this is a direct quote from Brene's work, but I'm imperfect and vulnerable and sometimes afraid, but that doesn't change the truth that I'm always, that I'm also brave and worthy of love and belonging. And so, um, this idea that it is okay to be imperfect and vulnerable and afraid, but still be worthwhile, Mm -hmm. worthy of loving and belonging and being loved. So, um, So lots of exciting things to look forward to. That's kind of the overview of Wholehearted Living. If you're like, where can I get more of this? You can uh, pick up, she's got uh, three books and one that's coming out. Uh, The one that I would recommend starting with are The Gifts of Imperfection. And this is the uh, guide to wholehearted life. And it's going to be the basis of what we're talking about for the next, um, for the next 10 weeks. And it's the subtitle is let go of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. So if you're, if you're dying to jump into it, go buy the book, download it on audio, and you can already start going in and, and, you know, reading about it yourselves. But, um, but in the meantime, I'll be weaving in some of my own thoughts about how to cultivate these wholehearted um, lifestyles and um, while staying true to the integrity of her research and work. Because as you guys know, because you hear me talk about it a lot, the, uh, the research is important because we want to know that what we're talking about actually has been proven out there in the world. It's not just stuff someone's yeah. making up. So, um, <laughs> It sounded good. <laughs> yeah. So it's right. It sounded good. So we said it. So, um, so looking forward to that, um, guidepost for wholehearted living coming at you. Um, lots of good stuff. And, you know, I would just say in the meantime, um, being self-compassionate, it's like a good first step. So if you notice yourself feeling bad or you kind of doing a little negative self-talk, which happens. Mm-hmm. Right? We do this, that, uh, that you just remember that um, many people out there are feeling the same and that it's, um, it's not, you're not alone. 
you know, every, everybody that I talked to this last week, everybody had some kind of vulnerability, something that they were nervous about, worried about, afraid of, and it's what made them human. And it's actually the part of them that made me just love the group that I worked with. Not all the cool stuff about them and all the perfect stuff. It was like, (laughs) it was the little cracks that really made me think like, wow, like you are an amazing soul. So I would, uh, I would invite you to be self-compassionate and, uh, and join us for the next 10 weeks to be, um, to be diving into this, uh, daring way ideas and uh, this kind of daring lifestyle showing up, being seen and living brave based on the work of Brene Brown. How exciting. So, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, it'll be really great. So, um, so that's what we have in store for you. Fantastic. Yeah. You realize that will carry into October. I know. There's well, a thought. <laughs> I think it's great though. I mean, I think it's good good because, you know, it'll be time to kind of go through and, um, and each one of these are really great topics. And like I said before, we've, you know, we've covered some of this stuff in our previous shows. We've, you know, we've talked about play and rest, um, based on the work of essentialism with Greg McEwen. We've talked about, um, authenticity and showing up and being yourself. We've, uh, we've talked about a lot of things. So, um, that self-compassion, why being, putting yourself first is sometimes the most important thing you can do. So there'll be some other resources that you can look back into the past podcasts and you can find those on iTunes. It's called the bright side. For those of you who listen all every week, you know that, but, uh, the bright side, a life coaching radio show with Alexis Robin. Um, you can also find it on our Facebook page and our app. So you can download our app at the positivity link on iTunes or the Google play store. So, um, so you have no excuse. Yeah. Lots of, (laughs) lots of free resources. So, you know, go out there and and get some free resources and, um, and start checking it out. This will be fun. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. So we'll see you uh, next week. Same time, same place. We'll be here. All right. You've been listening to the bright side with Alexis Robin here on K Tahoe.